Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's In This League with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. On the radio. 30. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. You boys in line. This is more of the self-hating Bears fan coming out here. <laughs> yeah, um, this, this is probably happening because I, there's obviously in fantasy circles, there's been a lot of focus on uh, the level of dysfunction in the Bears offense and how poor fields looks and, you know, how predictable the play calling and all that. The defense is terrible. Um, that that's just, it's not getting as much coverage because we kind of sort of knew that the defense was going to be pretty terrible coming into the season, but the defense is fully terrible. Um, they're, they're giving up like almost nine yards per pass attempt. Um, it's really bad. It's, and they're, and they're injured, right? (laughs) Like, so they came into the season bad. They're, they're getting less healthy. Um, and like Wilson is not at the peak of his power, certainly. And I don't love his receiving core. Um, but I can't imagine that Marvin Mims isn't going to have a hundred yards in this. Like we can have another game where Marvin Mims barely plays and he's still going to have like 120 yards in this game. Cause I don't think the bears can, I don't think the bears can cover. Um, so I'm, I'm fairly confident that this is a, a third straight 300 yard performance from Russell Wilson, probably with uh, a little bit more scoring involved. Yeah, a lot of volume makes sense. And he is quarterback six, uh, yeah, 16, according to Fantasy Pros consensus ranks. So he absolutely qualifies and was almost somebody that I picked for this. But I went in a different direction. Boggs, your surprise quarterback one for the week is who? I'm going to go with Matt Stafford at uh, Indianapolis, and there are two teams that have given up more QB points than Indianapolis. It's Houston and Detroit. That is it right now. Uh, This is their offense. It is quick passes to Puka Nakua. Um, You know, they got shut down, and, and, you know, uh, I mean, Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard just ate this offensive line's lunch. So get Stafford in while he's still healthy, I guess, is basically what I'm saying because he is getting crushed back there. Quiddy Pay has had a good year. Forrest Buckner's had a good year. But I got to think that you're going to have a better shot, it, whether it's A. Rich or it's Gardner Minshew. I think the ball is going to come back to the Rams uh, pretty quick here, too. So I like Stafford this week. Like I said, while he's upright, while he's still throwing, let's use him. And that is right now in the Colts secondary. He's been pretty bad. If uh, if he's paying attention to that offensive line and what's going with Stafford, Kaepernick better get a, a, lit, a letter written to the yep, Rams yep. coming up here soon. Get <laughs> him ready him to go. Let's give me a tryout, guys. Just try that. Uh, I like that one. I am going with the guy I had last week as my surprise quarterback of the week. It's only a surprise, not in conversation, but because of the ranks. And this week, he's my surprise quarterback one for the week. We mentioned his name. This won't be the week where it goes down. It's C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is going to be my pick against Pittsburgh's uh 
atrocious secondary. Worst cornerback in the league, Bogman, is? Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson. Steelers. Actually, actually pretty good on PFF, which makes me question everything. They do. I, I don't believe any of that. <laughs> and I love Ste- PFF. I do. But I don't love that. Uh, Steelers only giving up the 12th most points to quarterbacks, but that's because they're giving up the second most rushing yards. What can the Texans not do great? Run the ball. They've given up five passing touchdowns and two multi-passing uh, touchdowns twice. Stroud is averaging over 300 yards, 302 yards per game and 40 pass attempts. Stroud is now quarterback 14 on the year, but is still not ranked inside the top 20. He is 21 on the consensus ranks. He is Fields been- is still ahead of him. 24, he was like 26, he's 21 on the consensus ranks. He is scoring as a top 16 quarterback on the year. The volume is in play, 40 pass attempts a game. Pittsburgh, listen, here's my worry, is your defensive line and TJ Watt is eating him for breakfast. Yeah, and it's not going to matter. if he makes it to the fourth quarter, he's going to be. If he gets category. three seconds of time to throw the ball, your secondary is trash, and he's going to have right. his another 35-plus pass attempts. Yeah. He's averaging 40 per game. 300 plus yards. Tank Dell is Tank Dell is a Steeler nightmare, I think. And I think Nico as well. I just think Stroud is in a position where you literally, like you said, you can consider Stroud over Fields right now. The my only problem with Fields is like it is against Denver. If he's ever gonna get right, it feels like this is gonna be the spot. But you could justify it, and I think he's my he's my surprise. I don't think he is my I'm actually I'm the only one. person at Yahoo that had, and maybe this is just my own Bears rage, but I'm the only person that had uh Stroud over Fields this week. I think I've got him QB eighteen and I've got Fields at twenty one. Um I, I don't know where people are finding the confidence to start Justin Fields right now. Yeah. <laughs> I would, but I would absolutely play Stroud over. It's him. just, re- it's just, it's, it's revisionist just history. Be rankings too. It's like, well, I don't have him, but if he goes crazy, I don't want to look like an idiot, so I can't put him. Well, yeah, that yeah. Far it probably, it probably is just the rankings game. But the way I try to approach that is like, what would my actual sit start decision be? And I just, I can't, I can't plug Fields. I have Stroud at eighteen. I got uh, Fields at twenty. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you guys on this. Like, what I worry about, what I thought we were going to see last week is the Bears, they did this in previous years, they and the Lions have done this as well. They're those teams that it's like when they're so far behind and Field starts running the ball, and then when he when he changes the defense because he's running so much, then he could slang the ball and you can get some cheap yards, some cheap scores, some garbage time. Fields can't throw the ball right now. He's just throwing at people's feet all day long, and he's not running enough. But it's the thought that he can do that and playing from behind. They'll always play from behind. But I agree with you here. Like CJ Stroud is it's kind of the same argument as like people not liking Brock Purdy. And it's like, yeah, you're not wrong. Like he has some deficiencies, but that team is so good every week. He's 200 yards and two touchdowns now. So it's like he might be boring and he doesn't have the volume of 400 yards like Kirk Cousins or something. But he's going to have two touchdowns and 250 plus yards. All right. So we swing back around. This is my pick on the snake draft. I'm actually a little bit worried about this because I picked it before I <laughs> saw that. Well, I'm worried about it because of the guy, but um, he was put into a concussion protocol or concern this week. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. I use the side door. After that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Space out? I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Would you be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more? Let me tell you something about in this league. Jimmy Garoppolo. And it's a lot about the Chargers, and I think it's also about this team needing to sling the ball. This might be altered, and this one might not work because if he doesn't play. But the Chargers are giving up the most fantasy points in the NFL to quarterbacks for fantasy football. They've given up seven receiving touchdowns. And Jimmy is uh quarterback. He's actually, I think he's quarterback. I wrote 16 on both of these. I think he's like top 18 overall in the year. And he didn't have a lot of volume in that first week, 44 pass attempts up against Pittsburgh in this last week. And I think this is a situation where you are playing big slang, the ball chargers a little bit more of a force uh, against the run. And they are the worst against the pass, giving up the most fantasy points. This is just one of those spots with Jacoby Myers back Devonte Adams kind of revving up the team this week. We're not doing what we need to do. I think you can have a more simplified approach on how you're going with the offense. And what is that? Myers, Adams, Myers, Adams. This is just about how bad the Chargers are and having two great receivers to target. So if you're talking about a sleeper quarterback, this is a dude that is ranked outside the top 23. He's 24 on ECR consensus ranks. I think you could justify him if he's not seeing stars and doing the Jimmy Garoppolo passes that he likes to do. I think you can get him in as a uh, super flex-based quarterback. So that's my pick. Bogman, I think I might like yours a little bit more, even though it's scary, but I know why you picked it, not just because you're a homer. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, uh, it's picket here, and I'm not being a homer. Uh, I mean, I am, I guess, maybe a little bit. But uh, <laughs> Houston secondary is bad. Jalen Petrie still banged up. Singletary didn't play last week. Like, the, the secondary is bad. The linebackers have also been beat up, probably not very good in coverage. So I think we got a little bit of confidence out of picket uh, in the second half against the Raiders last week. You know, and look, facing the Niners and what we've seen from the Browns defense, those might be the two best defenses in the NFL right now. So, yes, Pickett has been struggling. Uh, Dan Moore has been uh, Dan Moore has the lowest tackle grade of anybody by a wide margin. His grade is like 26.7, but he's had like uh, Nick Bosa, Miles Garrett and Max Crosby. Those are three tough assignments. Doesn't get that much easier. Will Anderson this week against the uh, Texans here. But I do think that this offense has looked a little better. It's still vanilla. The play calling is still garbage. 
but I think Pickett will get it to Pickens at least a couple times, maybe throw a few touchdowns against this team, this young Texans team. So I'll, hey, I'll roll with Pickett here. Worst case, they get up, then the Steelers are playing from behind, and they're, yep. they're garbage time. You know, garbage I mean, look, that's part of it. From. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the the offense is so bad; I had to score twice on defense to beat. There's the only so many oh. times you can run Najee Harris into the butt of your guard that you don't start throwing the ball. There's only <laughs> so many like, times. Just it, he doesn't look good, but also like. Why are you calling him up the gut every single play? Yeah. And they always know it's happening. Like if Pickett is under center, Najee's running the ball up the gut or to the left. Those are the only things that they do. And it's Matt can I can recognize it. I'm just a, a ding dong sitting on my couch. I'm, I'm not an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. It's bad. It's bad play calling. Yeah, dude. Najee Harris hits more butts than a uh, Miami strip club on Sunday night. Too, so <laughs> That's right. He's a butt magnet for sure. Uh, Andy, going over to you here, your sleeper quarterback for the week. I'm going to guess we didn't steal yours. So give us a better option. Yeah, no, I've been I've been sniped here. Um, it's bad. I'm down. I'm down bad now because sniped, so many like of the sniped? who gets the point. Also, like so many so many guys who've actually kind of impressed me have terrible matchups this week. So I can't yeah. really pick them here. Like I, but like, which one of us sniped you? That's the key. Oh man. I, I was going to go, I was going to go pick it. Um, and he was like, oh, I actually thought he was like the last viable name on the board for this because I don't want to <laughs> dude. I thought about that with so many names because the Welsh got to the sheep first. Like, so oh, I, yeah, I, his, his names are way better than mine this week. <laughs> so I'm upset by it. Cause usually I get there first. So yeah, I'll, I'll take, um, I'll take whoever starts for Carolina is what I'll do. Um, Bryce Young returned to practice. Right. Um, so that could be that could be an issue. I would have actually felt a little bit better about about the Red Rifle here. I would have felt Agreed. better about Andy Dalton in this one because we've at least seen him have a good game for that team this year. It's they get Minnesota. Um, obviously, Minnesota, not uh, def- defense isn't necessarily their thing. They've been lit up a couple times. Um, they could get lit up again. If it's if it's young, I don't feel as good about it. If it's Dalton, I feel great about it. Right. We've got this uh, we've got this uh, revenge game situation for Thielen. He was at least briefly not dust last week. That was good to see Charks getting healthier. So they do you realize that uh, Miles Sanders is actually the most targeted running back on the season through through three weeks, which is pretty wild. Is it hasn't really? always gone. He hasn't always gone well, but he has 20 targets. Um, he's only caught 12. I mean, he's Miles Sanders. <laughs> yeah. But, but, OK, but, yeah, because he made me we, sweat to the fourth quarter on Monday Night Football a couple weeks ago. I had his uh, over uh, I think it was two and a half catches he made me sweat for that third one down to the fourth quarter, but he got it. So, I yeah. didn't realize that like, because I know they're Warren using him. was. I don't know. It's I don't Warren know if it's wise, had, but they're using him. That was a preseason yeah. <laughs> promise that has at least come true. Um, so there are there are some low level weapons here, and again, it's Minnesota. I like. There's a pretty good chance that we that we find our way to 230 yards and a couple of touchdowns. And in the betting market, when you can take advantage, like that's why I liked Warren so much because going into week three, he had 12 targets out of the backfield, and then I think he ended up really getting like three or four. So he's a little bit behind that list. But until the books start pushing these guys over three and a half or whatever, you get a two and a half marker on a guy like Jalen Warren or Miles Sanders, you just have to smash it, and hopefully, you know, you're probably going to be right. It, it, hopefully, you're not going to miss on. It. I think they did the same thing with Rashad White this past week. They they did push that one to three and a half. So. Just an early guess, by the way. I'm going to guess Miles Sanders and Jalen Warren are both going to be at three and a half plus money as soon as it opens. And uh, you're just going to everyone's going to have to deal with that. But Miles Sanders might be a good one. And I agree with you. Andy Dalton is fun. And I would have preferred that so much. So Bogman had said he had Adam Thielen as uh, a starting type of wide receiver on this list until Bryce Young was active and then took him off because Andy loves Thielen, as we saw last 14 targets. I think it was it's that's bonkers for that. So. Going over to running backs, you get to kick us back off and steal from us. Your surprise 
RB1 for the week, same nature, probably a non-typical wide uh, running back one that you think will be RB1 this week. Well, I'm looking at the expert consensus right now, and um, Alvin Kamara's 19, uh, which which is wild to me because he's this, this is not a case where he's like he's not coming off injury. He's he's coming off suspension and he didn't get Wally pipped by anybody. Right. Like Kendra Miller didn't take that job. Uh, Williams is hurt and Tony Jones didn't take that job like he's coming back to 20 touches. Um, so I'm going to go with him. Like he's, I also like I've seen, I was just talking to um, Chris Harris about this. I, I have not seen the decline that um, people are pointing to, right? Like I'm, you hear it a little bit and he's, he's getting his yards in a different, in a fundamentally different way now. And so maybe that feels like a decline to people because like the fantasy production is not always there. Taysom Hill is a thing at the goal line. I know that's annoying. Um, he's not getting 80 catches anymore, but I don't think he's any less as a runner. Um, and I, I think he's coming into a situation where he gets the full backfield uh, to himself or at least as much as he can handle. And again, he's he's coming off suspension. So there's no like I'm, I'm not worried about him being on a pitch count or anything like that. I think he's a I think he's a really strong candidate to be an RB1 this week. Yeah, I think a lot of what you're talking about, too, was maybe inefficiencies in what that offense was last year, that that was something that clearly hurt a guy like Alvin Kamara and them not being able to spread the field and defenses didn't have to, like, really be kept honest. You could kind of stack yeah, a little bit Drew more. Drew Brees and then, is gone and Michael Thomas has been hurt yeah. for a couple of years. Like, it's just stack boxes he's facing. Yeah, it's a little bit different this week with, like, if Winston is the guy and it's not Well, that Carr, should but, that should give Kamara a little more run, too. You don't want Winston putting the ball up in the air because he loves throwing picks. So, well, no, but a part of the thing I'm saying is like defenses might be a little bit more aggressive in how they approach Winston than they would David Carr. Like, hey, let Winston beat us more than let Derek Carr beat us. So you could have a little bit more focus on Kamara. But yeah, it, it's all mixture crazy stuff. I do think 19 is kind of wildly down there. I wouldn't be surprised to see a multi-touchdown game, if I'm being honest, from Kamara, because that is something that he loves to do. Bogman, your surprise RB1 of the week is... This one is tough because you have the best one, and uh, I I'm, I'm mad you got to the sheet because it's the best one. I got but so I, early. You guys don't even so know. Early. I got so. Early I was early for sheet. me, and yours was filled out. <laughs> I'm like, is this last week? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, 24/7, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old... In this league. Talk about www.com, you made you go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Uh... I don't know what you're saying, but that, that's what's going on, yeah. I almost text Bogman. That? I was going to text him a four-letter word that followed with you and just be like, check out what I just did. But I didn't. But I was very yeah. excited when you saw the sheet because I got to it so anyway, early. I'm going to go with Javante Williams against the Bears. And I think part of this is when you get embarrassed, when you get just completely embarrassed and you give up 70 points and it's you know the most in a million years and all that stuff, and they could have... They could have gone for 77 or 73 and put the most points ever on you, and they didn't. I think you really need to go, okay, what is the best part of my offense? The best part of my offense is Javante Williams. Whether he's 100% or not, he is the best player I have because Russell Wilson is throwing off his back foot. He has had some explosive plays. or all the Marvin Mims, so let's give him six routes only. I don't know what – I don't understand what's going on in Denver, but I know – you need to run the football. You need to give the ball to Javante Williams. You got to take it out of Russell Wilson's hand a little bit. And this is a defense you can score on. As Andy mentioned, any way you want, you can score on the bears. So it should be, let's focus up. Let's get the ball to our best playmaker. Javante is our best playmaker. He looks fresh. They just haven't been giving him the run. He's been like a 50% snap guy. I think that climbs up to 60 to 70% this week because it's just, let's get right. Let's get a win against a beatable team and give the ball to Javante and control the clock here, please. So I'm going to go with Javante Williams. Cue up that Samaj P. Ryan anytime touchdown now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know how it goes. crazy. We I know how this Javante game goes. Yeah, we know yeah. how this game goes. Uh, as you mentioned, my surprise RB one of the week. It feels less surprising, especially if you don't consider week one. It's DeAndre Swift with the again going up against the Washington Commanders. DeAndre Swift, the holes that they have been given, these Eagles running backs. Um, he's looked good and he doesn't even have to look good. Well, here was a big key too. the snap percentage was in the worrisome territory of what you like. I was a big Swift guy. I'm a big Swifty in the preseason. Then he's an active week one and we see Kenny Gainwell do all this stuff. And we're like, Oh my God. Then Kenny Gainwell's out and we see Swift go off 28 carries. And we're like, okay, so what is this going to be when we get back? Well, he was efficient in 18 carries huge holes, big yards, but the snap percentage was close. I believe it was 57 to 43% in favor of Swift. So that's still a lot of gain. Well, but it's all at the end of the game though. Obviously. Yeah, that's, it's a good point actually too, but we have seen Swift make huge plays because that offensive line is bonkers. Swift in the two active games, weeks two and three, if you only count two and three, he is the seventh best scoring running back in half PPR in fantasy football. <laughs> so we're not even talking about like, like just barely top, well, you know, RB one, he's a mid to upper tier RB one in the two weeks that he's been active. The matchup isn't like it's the greatest matchup in the world, but Washington is just wasn't against not Tampa Bay either. Yeah, no. exactly. That's what I was going to say. The bucks, that, that wasn't a clearly great matchup, but the Philly offensive line is just, and that's how dominant they are. Um, Here's yeah. the other thing that I love about this matchup too. Washington dog water. They're bad. They're, I think they're a horrible team. I don't care what anyone says about Sam Howell anymore. He's a bad quarterback. The Eagles are going to <laughs> plow over this team. And then what are they going to do in the second half? 
they're going to run the ball at more. Now that might get more Kenny Gainwell, maybe a little bit of Boston Whatever. Scott, AKA Bogman Scott, but DeAndre Swift looks like he is going to be a 15 to 20 easy touch guy per week, even if he hasn't really done anything on the receiving side. So this is, this is kind of a layupy one, but why was I able to do it? Because he's only 15 on RBs this week in the ECR. I could see where you can make arguments if it's hard to get over some other guys, but I want to point out here are two backs right now that are above DeAndre Swift in the consensus ranks. At number 11 is Zach Moss, and number 12 is Jameer Gibbs with Montgomery yeah. coming back. Swift easy over them, right, guys? Yep, I got Swift at 10. Andy? Yeah, I'm I'm actually surprised that, uh, like, James James Cook is 9, and I think James Cook is good, but... Uh, Below Swift? <laughs> like, like for for betting on guys that I think are actually going to find the end zone this week, I don't I don't know that I'm that bullish on James Cook, and, and you're totally right with Gibbs. Like, Gibbs just feels like a... Gibbs feels like a whiff as that's, that's a little bit of wish casting there. Um, I mean, if David Montgomery comes back and David Montgomery is even close to, he's like 85, 90%. Um, I mean, Gibbs was his backup in, in week yeah. one. I, I don't see why that would be different this week. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, so that's my art surprise RB one of the week. My surprise RB two, this is kind of a layup one though. I think there's, even though I say it's a layup, there's a lot of people that are going to still disagree with this, but, Andy, you alluded to this earlier. I'm going to go with um, Devon Achon. That's going to be my guy this week for surprise RB2 because he is not ranked as an RB2, and you can understand why. This is a big, crazy blowout game. I said this when we did the breakdown on Fantasy Pros that night. Where it was like, you know what's tough about this game? What do you break down when a team scores 70 points and they are so dominant? What do you even pick apart when two running backs scored eight touchdowns? I don't know what is viable to actually break down except this. Achon looked good. The snap, what did we see in the snap counts? Third downs went to Mostert. Goal line went to Achon and we saw early carries on Achon as well. So I'm here. He was averaging 10 yards per carry. It's ridiculous number, of course, but the Bills are actually giving up five yards per carry to running backs right now, which is in the upper tier of giving up yards, even though their total yards to running backs isn't a lot. Achon also was four for four in receptions to targets. Bills are giving up the seventh most receptions to running backs, a 15 receptions to 21 targets RB marker. That kind of looks good again. Miami's offense is great. Maybe Achon's not going to score remotely close to what he did before, but I think a lot of people do want to kind of be like, what do you pull out of this? This is Mostert. Jeff Wilson will come. Okay, but I think Achon has earned the right to get a decent amount of targets this game. He can catch the ball. That offense is great, and he's the goal line guy. RB2 for the week, and he is not ranked as so. I get why people won't do it. He's at 25, actually. I didn't realize he moved up, but that's my guy. My guy, Devon Achan, trying to say it correctly. Did you get thrown by that? His name has broke Is my brain A-chan? earlier. Achan, Achan. It's not Achan. That's all I know. Yeah, it's just not Achan. Da is what it is. Um, I uh, were you guys like? I, I assume you were. Were you guys stunned by the actual size of the workload last week? Because um, oh. I, I was. Because I, I will say, like, I was. Coming into the season, he's just going to be somebody. I've already gotten him wrong, right? Like I didn't see a, I nobody saw a fifty point week coming or whatever. But he's probably already outscored what I thought he would deliver this year. I thought he would be like kind of a fun best ball only guy, and you would never know when when a week was coming because I thought there was no way they're going to give a five eight hundred and eighty five pound human being like twenty two touches. That's crazy. 
and then it, it's what he is. got at a and m though like i my devin yeah 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 but Giovanni, but super different like not a it thing is. that happens in the nfl right like he's an it, extreme if like if he actually sure. settled in at a huge workload in the nfl at his Stupid. dimensions it's not a good idea yeah it, it absolutely isn't but he's my number one share guy uh this season because i was like guys we don't need him his speed is so big we don't need him to touch the ball 20 times it's we the old jamal charles like, thing 12 right. times yeah yeah exactly except uh, that like jamal charles was 511 and like 200 it's a, pounds that's like a good all point. of he the other guys bigger. that we think of yeah. as really small are so much Look, bigger jamal than was guy. just an olympic hurdler right uh h is an olympic sprinter that's who was the guy the that, would you say was it michael turner the closest the of Turner's. that type of size to get because didn't he get a workload for a bit because we never really saw MJD. from sproles yeah M, well mjd was like he was a guess house, 15 but, yeah, pounds. He was he was these, are, these, are, these guys had like BMI, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. There's like Tank <laughs> Dell at running back. But yeah, no, I, I completely like we talk about Tony Pollard about. as if he's small, Doug but he's Martin. like six foot and 200 pounds, you know? And this is just, uh, this is this is really something. But I will say he played big too. Like he was breaking tackles at the goal line. Yeah, and getting those getting those reps. I, I, if you had said these two backs, one is going to get third down and one is going to get goal line, I'd been like, oh, cool. Achon oh. gets third down and Mostert's going to get goal line. It was the exact opposite. Yeah. And the receiving side, I think, really makes him even slightly more interesting. So I'm going to pick him. It was a kind of easy one, kind of a little bit of a layup one. Boggs, who is your surprise RB2 for the week? There's nobody good after the top 24 at all. Uh, so you don't want to start any of them. They're all bad. And that's yeah. why I'm mad that you got the sheet first uh, this week. I'm going to take Brees Hall here because I got to assume with, and maybe it's dumb, uh, but with Zach Wilson playing as bad as he is and you're playing the Chiefs this week, your only game plan, if you're the Jets, that could possibly work. And it won't, but it could possibly work. The only thing that could is run the ball and keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline and make plays on defense. That's the only strategy that could beat the Chiefs if you're the Jets right now because they can't pass the ball to save their lives. So I just think that Brees Hall see, sees an increase in touches, and anytime that guy is getting more touches, I want him on the field. I know it's a bad matchup against the Chiefs. Like I said, there's nobody else here to pick. I hate all the rest of them. And Brees Hall <laughs> it has tons and tons of talent. So this is why I'm taking Brees Hall there's just not a lot to like here beyond the top 24. Because, I mean, I wanted to kind of go James Conner, but against the Niners, not really. And I think he's up to 24 now. Um, last time I looked, uh, Najee Harris I love, but he's running in mud. So I just, there's nobody else here. I don't yeah. like the rest of these players, uh, like 24 to 36 and beyond. So I they're don't not Bruce as clear. Kind of a, yeah, he was a by default pick here. I don't, yeah, like I, I, I get that. All right, Andy. So uh, prove Bogman wrong. What do you got on your surprise <laughs> RB2 of the week? I don't have a, I don't have a ton of enthusiasm here. And I'll tell you uh, after I, after I pick this first guy who the other guy was that I was tempted to take. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I can't believe I'm doing this again after I warned people um, <laughs> that they don't need to invest in the Bears offense. But I do think the Bears are going to lean on Khalil Herbert here. Um, I think he's been good. I, I totally appreciate that there's a lot of enthusiasm for Roshan Johnson. And it is a it was a victory if you invested in him that, um, you know, Deontay Foreman has been a total afterthought and was inactive, you know, starting a couple weeks ago. Um, it's like, it's fine that the bears got this down to two guys. I don't think they're trying to work it down to one guy and Herbert's good. Like he's still, he's still close to five yards per carry for his career. 
BetMGM.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In this league. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. It's full shirt. Holy mother forking shirt balls. He's been competent as a receiver this year and the bears are just throwing all these little predictable screens and Herbert has the elusiveness to actually make something happen on them. Um, and again, he's, uh, he's, he's about to face Denver, a team that just gave up eight touchdowns <laughs> to running backs. So um, the matchup works. I don't know that the bears can exploit <laughs> it, but um, I do think the workload is going to be there and it's a much friendlier matchup than he's recently had. I like that one. Uh, how about your sleeper? So, you know, kind of outside the top 36 running back, your sleeper, HN would have been an awesome one uh, last week. If any of us would have had that mind reading insight for last week. But what say you on your sleeper RB for week four? Yeah, I'm going to take I'm going to take Elijah Mitchell. Um, I, I thought it I, like the Niners have to get back to feeding him the ball. Right. Because they first two weeks of the season, um, they were treating Christian McCaffrey like it was 2016 and he was a Carolina Panther again. Right. He was on pace for 400 touches that that can't be the way they operate. Like their goal should be to just, they're so good. They should just get McCaffrey to January healthy. Um, and I imagine they're going to get back to where it was last year, where like when both players were active and healthy, McCaffrey was seeing like 15, 16 touches. Mitchell was seeing 10 or 11. I think, I think 10 or 11 or more touches in this offense against, and Arizona has been better than advertised, right? And the defense is fine. But if it's Mitchell late in that game, um, the, those totals are going to be pretty fair. I love this one. I actually really like this just based on the Niners being able to get up if they can and then just running Eli Mitchell towards the back end of the game. So I I think this is a really great play. Boggs, your sleeper RB for the week. Glad I skipped Eli Mitchell and I didn't because it disrespected the Cardinals too much and they knocked us out of Survivor. So very mad about that. (laughs) Uh, but uh, I'm going to go with Zach Charbonnet and it's not so much that I like Charbonnet. It's just that his snaps increased last week and, you know, they were up big on Carolina and the Giants 
The Giants are rough. I don't think that Saquon is coming back this week. I think he'll be back next week. And the offense really has nothing. The line has been banged up. Danny Dimes has not been accurate. Um, Matt Breida just did nothing. Uh, I know they played the Niners last week, and it was on short rest, and it was tough and all that stuff. But I just think Seattle gets up again because Geno, like, I thought maybe Geno would turn into a pumpkin week one, but he's looked good the last two weeks. He makes mistakes early, and then he's been correcting them later. So, um, I think that offense is pretty is running pretty well, and I think Charbonnet maybe gets some carries at the end. Maybe he gets in the end zone, so I'll go with him. Uh, I, I'm going to actually change mine out because not just because Andy made me feel bad as a person because he picked Khalil Herbert and Roshan Johnson wasn't the guy, but also because I didn't realize he's inside the top 36. Roshan is 33. One of the things I like about Roshan is the targets. He has 22 targets uh, through those first three games. Over six yards per carry uh, to running backs have also been given up um, on the Denver side. So, you know, just a receiving back. He can run. They're going to run in some volume if they're up. The problem is they're never up, so maybe they're passing a little bit, but I'll pivot. <laughs> I'll just give you like a deeper name. I don't think it's going to be very popular. I actually got a warning from fantasy pros when I put my ranks in. They're like, hey, you are really low on Alexander Madison. You sure about that? <laughs> you know, they, they Tim Robinson me. They're like, you sure about that? And I'm like, I'm sure about that. I'm good. I want their Cam Akers out there. I know they inactive him last week. Get him used to the offense. That's a bad guess to get into, but I just think Madison is not good. The the almost fumble, the drop passes. I don't think Cam Akers can get over 50% volume, but I do think they are going to pair Madison back this week, and we'll see Cam Akers. And what's nice about that, if that offense is rolling, first on the drive is Madison. Defense is worn down a little bit. Akers comes in, and Akers starts burning and churning. It's a super deep play. Probably not looking to play him in many spots, but if you want to talk about a sleeper, I'm going to go with uh, Cam Akers as mine. I, f- I feel like if people only saw the box score last week, they they might think that Madison had an okay game, but I actually <laughs> think it was like a low-key disaster game. It was a him. disaster. Was Thank you for saying defense. that. I totally agree. I totally agree. Everyone was like, eh, 20, 90. I'm like, no, he's, I watch it. He stunk. I mean, and he put the I don't ball think on the he ground. looked and good. If there's either. one thing that you can't do with any NFL coach, it's put the ball oh, on the ground. No right? way. But Kevin O'Connell has like blinders on right now for him for whatever reason. I just I don't because like at that point I'd start giving the ball more to Ty. I think Ty is pretty. Well, good they tried. Well. Ty didn't. He just fell down. <laughs> he just fell down. He <laughs> yeah. didn't do anything. I think you're going to just see Cam Akers involved. It might only be ten touches. I hope it's more. But I'm just not about Alexander Madison. And yes, fantasy pros. I am sure about it. Uh, I get to start us off here with my surprise wide receiver one of the week. And I'm actually going to go to my Niners, not Devo Samuel, because he is wide receiver one. I'm going to go with Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk was practicing on Monday, which was a good sign, practicing early. And it is pretty easy if you saw the very first game of the season. There's something that Brock pretty loves is his number one wide receiver. And technically in this offense, that is Brandon Ayuk. Brock Purdy is not the worst because, you know, Desmond Ritter and Deshaun Watson are that, but he is one of the worst in reading and checking down wide receivers. He stares you down and maybe he goes to a second and his number one read in that offense is Brandon Ayuk every time. He was eight for eight, over 120 yards in that first game. This is a good matchup. A lot of focus is going to be on Debo. Cardinals always stink against the tight end. There's They're going to be hyper-focused there. And Brandon Ayuk is going to get that single coverage, and he's going to be able to do the thing he does, which is burn corners on routes, and he's going to probably get 7 to 10 targets again from Purdy. So I like Brandon. I know Debo's the guy this week. I like Brandon Ayuk if he's back in, so he's going to be my surprise wide receiver one of the week because he's like in the 20s, I think. 
So uh, give give me Michael Pittman here against the Rams, Welsh. And, and uh, look, I pick Stafford, and I do think that the Rams get up a little bit on the Colts. But the Colts play hard. They beat the Ravens last week on the road with Gardner Minshew. But I do think that the Rams offense is going to be a little bit too much for that defense to take, which means that a rich or Minshew, whoever it is, going to be throwing in the fourth quarter. Michael Pittman has been a big target here down the stretch. Big end zone guy as well. Been everything that I thought he was going to be uh, coming into this season. So I'm going to stick with him and give him a wide receiver one ranking this week and say he burns the Rams. He was about one of my only like really good calls last week. And in this segment was my wide receiver, two because he was outside of wide receiver, two, And he definitely was good, even with um, uh, with Minshew. All right, Andy, you're up your surprise wide receiver one for week four. I will say that Ayuk was the was the first name I had on the list, and I really only think he's he's buried the way he is because he came into the week with uh, with Probably. the injury issue, right? If that were not the case, I got it. Like I don't I don't think he'd get to the wide receiver one range, but it's certainly in play for him. So that's a really good call. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go pretty far down the ranks. I realize I I could I could technically take. Puka Nakua, which would probably be the smart move here. He's just outside the top 12. I'm going to take Zay Flowers. Um, and, and this may this may seem dumb because he's playing great defense. Obviously, Cleveland's a great defense. But I've talked myself into this scenario where there th- this collection of running backs, this particular collection of running backs with no J.K. Dobbins, um, an injured Justice Hill if he plays, the current version of Melvin Gordon, you know, Gus Edwards probably going to be back um, in this one. He's apparently deconcussed. Um, I, th- I think Zay Flowers is going to be a big part of their like pseudo running game this week. A lot of short stuff to him. It's not, it's not going to surprise me if, if we see like a 12 catch game from Zay Flowers, I don't, I'm not going to guarantee like mm-hmm. in crazy yardage. I don't think he's going to be Might an be ADOT guy. Yards. I think it's going to yeah. be a lot of near the line of scrimmage stuff, but I think we could see a huge week from him. He he feels so much like, um, just as a Niner fan, like Depot, he's one of those guys where it's like, just throwing the ball. Like he, like it's sure. If you can get deep, yeah. but yeah, just like if you got to throw screen passes, I mean, Debo is a little bit different from a physicality standpoint and the yards after catch, but Zay is just one of those guys where it's like, get him the ball and let him do something with it. Like I, I completely agree. I would take those 10 catches for 80 yards every single day in knowing that when he does get one of those like 10 that's going to go for 180 because he's yes, got you know yeah. 95 yards after the catch or whatever the hell it is so I, I like that one uh you get to jump right back in your surprise wide receiver two for week four. yeah i want i want jordan addison here um, oh you said the first steal you got me you got me andy that good, was mine i love good. it uh, like just a player where everything is trending the right direction. First, first of all, they're averaging, they're averaging 360 passing yards per week, which, okay, not perhaps not sustainable. 150 of those yards are going to Justin Jefferson, but really fun passing offense. Addison's Addison snaps and his snap share going up every week. Like I, I recognize that KJ Osborne has been the guy who's like really out there all the time, but man, um, even, even in the week that he didn't score the touchdown, eight targets, 71% of the snaps, I love this guy. I still like, I go back to a couple of years ago when he was a pit. He, he made Kenny Pickett so much money. Um, Addison is so good and he's just, he's landed in a perfect situation there. Yeah. Bogman, what do you got for your surprise wide receiver too? Yeah. I'm going to pair Andy's QB one here, Russell Wilson with his number one target, Cortland Sutton. And I know <laughs> Sutton is not, he has not looked fun, but 23 targets already. The next highest Bronco has 12. So see so more touchdowns or fumbles on the air. Uh, I think he probably has more fumbles, but he definitely has two scores. So uh, in three weeks. So 
we'll take that. I'm not sitting here telling you Cortland Sutton has looked great, but he has been getting targeted a ton, and the Bears defense is bad, as mentioned before. So yeah. let's go with Sutton. The theme. Yeah, I had Addison. I love the Addison one. He's actually wide receiver 20 through the first three weeks in half-point PPR, and you know Cousins, most attempts in the NFL, passing attempts, and a top 7% or top 7 in completion percentage. So I just Addison is such a dude, and had Cousins looked at Addison in the first half like he did in the second half, Addison would have had like nine catches, like yeah. nine or ten catches, and he's so explosive. I will throw out um, an alternative guy for me. is I'm going to go back to the well and Nico Collins. If I'm going to pick on the Steelers and think C.J. Stroud's going to do it, Nico had 20 targets through the first two games for 13 catches, 120, uh, I'm sorry, 226 yards overall. And then you just got shut out in this last game. I don't think that's going to happen again. Nico is probably going to get the Patrick Peterson treatment, which means he's going to get littered with targets. So I will give Nico as my uh, backup to getting sniped on Addison. And then my surprise, my sleeper wide receiver for the week. I know a lot of people like Quinton Johnston, but I just like Josh Palmer. I'm going to go with Josh Palmer here. I think he gets to, I know they said that like the deep wide receiver role will, will go to Johnston, but I think that uh, Herbert really does like Palmer and Palmer makes plays. He's a great red zone guy too. And I think we're looking at five to seven catches per week. Keenan can't have 20 targets every single week. Palmer <laughs> is a good replacement of that and he's not being quite ranked accordingly. So he's going to be my sleeper wide receiver for the week. What do you think, Boggs? What do you got? Give me Marquise Brown against your boy uh, Lenore. Uh, he has been bad uh, overall. I think if you're the Cardinals, you've got to try to take advantage of that matchup right there and have some explosive, explosive scores late because you're going to be down. I think he just gets a ton of targets in this game. So let's go with Hollywood. You get to finish it off, Andy. The last of the last, your sleeper wide receiver for the week. I'm I'm reeling because um, Palmer was my number one, and then and then Hollywood was going to be my my pivot. <laughs> I'll trade you Palmer for Addison. That's not a fair trade. No, I don't think that's no a fair deal. trade. I don't think it's a fair yeah, trade. no deal. That's not happening. <laughs> but I, I like you're you're so right that I I get the enthusiasm for Quentin Johnston. I understand it. Um, it, that's that's probably going to be like if it happens at all, it's probably going to be a post bye week thing. Because, I, I mean, Josh Palmer was just the direct plug and play for that team totally. after after Mike Williams went out. And it wasn't even it wasn't and he has week. been. Yeah. Uh, it every was, time Mike Williams or Keenan Allen goes down, he's been plugging. Palmer's play. a playmaker. So just it just it, it's the, yeah. you know, positional targets that have been his problem. Like Mike Williams and Keenan get all the stuff. He just doesn't get quite the targets to make those awesome plays. So, yeah, I'm there with it. Uh, you got. Any yeah, I think that us? was a good call. I'll I'll go with uh, I'll go with Elijah Moore here. Um just because I, man, I, I really like the the sort of size and shape of his workload lately. He's playing a, a pretty banged up defense this week. He's getting touches out of the backfield. He's seen nine targets in each of his last couple games. We haven't seen anything particularly explosive out of him yet, but fun player who's really being fed. Um, and I can easily imagine him finishing as like a wide receiver too in any given week. I love it. You know, it's fun. Andy Barron's is fun. He's a fun dude to have on. You guys would all be so lucky to have Andy on your show. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Voicemails in this league at gmail.com. If you guys have forgotten, in this league at gmail.com. Record yourself 60 seconds or less doing what I mean, not anything that's not football related, but <laughs> we're not here for that. We're not trying to be crazy guys here, but <laughs> you know, you got a parody song, you got a would you guys trade for this, a question, a start, and so whatever it is relative to the week. I mean, get it on the show, make the show better. I do want to just remind. You don't have to feel intimidated like we expect you to come on and like juggle or do impression. You don't have to do that type of stuff. You can literally you make the show better when you bring on a really good like starter sit or what would you do? That's all good. Everybody is welcome. It's all about hearing your voices and sometimes, you know, your instruments as well. We do have a parody song today. I'm very excited about it. And we've got some of your questions. So let's get right to it with Bogman's favorite. Oh, it's daddy. What is going on, guys? It's your boy, Moise. I hope daddy, all is, is well. Uh, 3-0 and in one league, 1-2 and in my other league. Eliminated right. from Survivor because of Dak Prescott. Because yep. he is garbage. Same. Um, quick question. Are y'all starting Cortland Sutton this week? Or would you start Nico Collins? <laughs> And then Damn. Higby or Friar Mute. Wait, what's happening? What is this? Uh-oh. Daddy's back. <laughs> and Daddy is very disappointed uh. in Ak Prescott. Yeah. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reasons you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.